Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good at StraightOutTheDan.com. Um, today, this today's podcast is actually brought to you by Audible.com. Uh, you know, get a, get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. Um, just go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash straight out the den is it forward slash yeah forward slash straight out the den um and it's like over 150,000 titles man so you know if you if you like to read or if you don't like to read and like to listen go to go there man we're going to give you a free audiobook and, and a 30-day free trial and you can use it on the iphone android kindle mp3 player all of that stuff man so uh now that we got the business out the way man help me welcome the homie Trues to the show, man. What's going on? Trues. What's going on, man? How you? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good, bro. I, I appreciate you taking the time to come in and, you know, talk with us. Um, it's been a minute. I've been following your music for a little while now, and, and I'm seeing the progression. Yeah. And it's like the progression is like quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's quick, bro. It's quick. It's like, um, and you know, when I was trying to look up some stuff and trying to trying to see like, when do I really remember coming in, into your music? And the first thing that I initially remember is sarcasm. You know, I mean, I, I remember mm-hmm. that video. But, you know, I just went back and did, dug a little bit more. And the record, what was it? It's uh, the growth record. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I actually post. And I didn't even realize it. That was just like me, the earlier stages when I'm just listening to the music and I like it. And, you know, I post it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But um, so that's the first record that I really heard from you. And um, that's a dope record, too. Yeah. I wrote the treatment to the video. No, 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 no. So did you make a video for it? Because I don't I think um, I don't know if it was a video or. Yeah, we made a video. That was my second video. And uh, it was after Feral Skin for the Art 91 project. That video is crazy. It was the only one. Uh, well, I, I just shot another video called Peepin' Tom for the True Enough tape, but it was mm-hmm. the only one I shot in Augusta at the time. Okay. So I shot it at this uh, park called Warren Road where we all, you know, play ball as growing up and shit like that. What, so. so what part of Augusta, man? Because, I, I mean, I'm not going to act like I'm very familiar with it, but, I, you know, my wife is from there, so I go there, you know, every now and then. You know, what part of Augusta you... Well, Augusta is not like Atlanta where you can say, like, these <laughs> what, what kind part? of parts, though, but... <laughs> You know, I, I stay in Richmond County and Richmond stuff County, like that, okay. but I'm all over the place. Got you, got you. So, you know, I, I want to start right there, man. Like, you know, being from Augusta, um, a lot of people don't know, but Augusta has some rich history and not just yeah. like, you know, hip hop, but music in general, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about that journey, bro. Like, coming from a city, it's not, and, and you know, the perception is if you're not, if you live in Georgia and you're not from Atlanta, everything is small. You know what I mean? That's what everybody from the outside thinks. You yeah. know, I, I grew up in Macon. Oh, okay. So we you know when I say making people think like I'm you know I'm, I'm from a town of yeah, like yeah. five hundred people I'm like no it's a city bro yeah, it's yeah. just not you know it's not big like Atlanta or whatever yeah. so you know starting out in, in Augusta you know what I mean like the earlier stages for you like how did hip hop become a part of your life being in you know coming from Augusta um I would have to say partially boredom <laughs> you know what I'm saying like growing up uh. I actually stayed here for a little bit too. Okay. Uh, in Stone Mountain. Gotcha. And around that time, Fifty Cent was dropping, and G Unit was, you know, on the scene real heavy. So then, like, fast forward a few years when I'm in uh, Augusta, I'm just like eighth grade, oh four, something okay. like that. And uh, I used to carry this handheld tape recorder to school. My brother used to have it for college or whatever, but I used to take it, do some funny shit on it, like just talk, you know, talking voices and stuff like that. Gotcha. And um, so one day I decided to uh, just basically remake How We Do by Game and 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. And I remade it into something funny. 
You know what I mean? I let everybody hear with a little tape recorder and stuff like that. Everybody laughed and they got, they gave me the response that I wanted. Yeah. But then my, my homeboy's name was Aaron. And he was like, man, yo, that shit is actually dope. And I was like, you know what I mean? Like, for real? And then ever since he told me that, he shouldn't have told me that because I yeah. thought I was dope after that. And oh, I just man. started remaking everything until I started eventually doing my own. You know what I mean? So it was partially just being bored. You fall into wanting to rap. But my brother also was a rapper. He... He was moving heavy up in Jersey. Um, I grew up around music, so it was always there. There, yeah. But for me to want to do it, it came from being impressed by 50 Cent and what he was doing for me because I was like a 10-year-old at the time. Wow, wow. And then after that, you know. You made me feel old just then, man. Yeah, I bet. You know, I, I try not to put years <laughs> and stuff on it, but I am young, man. No, it's all good, man. You know, I mean, it's okay to be young and, and, you know, have some maturity. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and you can hear it in the music, dude. Like, like I said, the first record that I really remember is the sarcasm. And, you know, I'm listening to that record and it's like, in all honesty, and, and you know it's something that I, that I'm trying to definitely get away from, but it, it's hard to do. Being in Georgia, you automatically think that you know a certain sound. Yes. So it's like if you're not from Atlanta, and you know being in different parts of the state, you, your expectations is like if I hear some some music from Macon or from Columbus or it's Augusta, already down there. It's down there, yeah. and it's not going to have a certain sound. It's not going to have that polished sound. Yeah. And I listen to sarcasm. I'm like this record radio ready. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I'm not even saying like. You know, I, I I love what the radio does. I'm not even trying to push the agenda to the radio, but it just sound of quality. Yeah, yeah. When I heard it, it didn't sound like a local record. You know what I mean? So that caught my attention initially. I'm like, and then I want to say I actually saw the visuals with the music. I don't think I had the song first. I think I saw. Yeah, it was that probably the video. visual because we released yeah. it all. We didn't like release right no tracks. Yeah, we gotcha. just kind of just dropped the video on them. And so I'm looking at the visual, and I'm like. Hey, this dude say he from Augusta again? I like you know it, yeah. caught, it, it. It truly caught me off guard. I was like, okay, number one, this guy is obviously investing in in his career because it didn't look cheesy. It didn't look like you know, oh man, I want to rap, but I don't have a plan in place. I'm just gonna do what I gotta do. You yeah. know what I mean? So it really looked like you were heavily involved in like. I want it to look right. I want people to see this and and really know that I'm serious about this. Not like it's not a fad. It's not a hobby. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that that's what you know really caught my attention, man. And since then, you know, it's, uh, it's been a rap. Yeah, it, hey, it, you've been moving, man. You definitely been moving. You know, that's what sarcasm was actually for too, just to grab people's attentions because we was coming off of Art ninety one, right? We was coming off of Art ninety one. We had no video out, like a good stagnant period. And I was just like, damn, you know what I mean? Some shit mm-hmm. transpired. But then I was, uh, our, our city had this, this, uh, this, uh, battle. No, nah, not battle, cipher. And, um, they had the cipher and shit. And I was like, damn, man, nobody even asked me to be in the cipher. Mm. And I done dropped three music videos at that time, the most consistent at that time. I didn't get asked. And then it was the BET cipher at the same time. Wow. So now I'm watching that and I'm watching this and I'm watching that. And I'm like, man. I said, fuck that. I'm about to make my own cypher. Yeah. <laughs> That's why if you really, if you go back and listen to it, it's just like a whole it's bunch just, of spitting. because bars. Yeah, because yeah. I felt like, all right, y'all didn't want my bars on y'all cypher. Mm-hmm. I'm about to put my own on my own. You know what I mean? And call it sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> Even the stuff that you're talking about in it is like, it It immediately catches your attention. And dude, I'm usually good with lyrics, but I, right now, um, I can't think of any of them. But I just remember seeing it and it's just like, 
yeah, this dude has a different agenda. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it was like, okay, no, this is not no fly by night. Like, I'm trying to catch your attention with yeah. this record. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, it did the job. It caught my attention. Um, you know, I want I want to go back to, you know, being in Augusta, man. And um, number one, I love what you're doing, Just not just for Augusta, but for, like, just music in general. Because you. you're showing artists that, you know, you can do something different and you can be dope and you don't have to like conform to mm-hmm. what everybody else thinks is dope. You and know successful. Yeah, and successful with it. And, and you know, I'm looking at the moves, man, and, and I had this conversation last night on Twitter, man. I was just, I just really, every now and then I try to reach out to underground artists and just like, you know, kind of sublimely throw some stuff in their ear but also see where their head is at at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was talking to this artist about, you know, indie versus major. You know, and um, his thing was, man, I want to be independent and uh, making major moves. And I thought I thought it was dope, you know what I'm saying? But then I, I, I posed the question where I was like, so what are you doing, you know, to, you know, moving yeah. and moving that, that way? And, you know, I checked out his website. His website, was, you know, it was OK. It was minimum. But, you know, I asked him, I was like, so if I wanted to buy your music today or if I wanted to buy some merch, can I do? I can't. I don't see anywhere on your site where I can do that. Yeah. You know, and. We went back and forth on a lot of things, like where he was basically showing that he was growing, and, and you know I respect that. But I really wanted to put out there, like if you want to, you know, move a certain way, you gotta truly move that way. You know what I mean? Like there's no way that I should be able to go to a true show, mm-hmm. and there's not a CD or some type of merch available. It's true. You know what I mean? Like, like exactly. And and, and as we say that, here's a, a true T-shirt, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to see something. And it's blue. That means we got different colors. Exactly. It's not the basic color. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? It's like it's blue. It's a blue shirt. And you know, like I've seen the white ones. I've seen the black ones. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's that thing of where, you know, be accessible but have some product. You know what I mean? Like, you know what it is though. I think everybody get uh, confused. They forget that. But we all rappers, so we yeah. all talk a good game. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We gonna talk a good game like right away, as soon as you know you meet us. But it's really like you said, if we ain't moving the way we say we can move or or whatever, then it really just don't mean nothing. You know what I exactly. mean? Now we're just talking. To talk. just, that's it. You yeah. you're just talking, and and it feels good. You know what I mean? It feels good, and everything sounds good. But it's like, no, nah, dude. Like yeah. like what are you what are you truly doing? Yeah. And, and I think the guy really, you know, he caught on to it, and you know. I, when I have those conversations, I try to make sure that I'm not um, coming off as judgmental because yeah. I'm really here just to help, man. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point. But see, um, they got to respect you off top of what you do. So they're going to, while people are having that conversation, if they don't know you, they're going to be like, all right, man, who is this dude? Exactly. They're going to see you and they're going to be like, okay. The conversation is totally different coming from me as opposed to if I was Diddy and I told you that same information. That's, and true. that's one of those things where, you know what? I get that and yeah. I accept that because yeah. I'm not Diddy. You yeah. know what I mean? And, you know, of course, Somebody that's a you know working on a billion, that information sounds great coming from. Yeah. But it's like you know, what do you do when Diddy tells you the same information ten years from now? You're like, dang, I had that information ten years ago, mm-hmm. and I could have been closer to where I was at. So you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt, but at yeah. the same time, you got to be open. I, I look at it like, whatever well, anybody tells me mm-hmm. that I didn't know or that I don't necessarily accept, I always still analyze it because they see things that I don't see. Period. Yeah, I like things to happen my way, of course, just like everybody else. But if I if Kumar comes over here and be like, "Yo, man, I like it when you do this," I might be like, "You don't know what you're talking about." Yeah. He leave next day. I'm listening. I'm like, I kind of see what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah. Same thing with Aaron, my manager. He tells me a lot of stuff, and I I just shun him off until the next day. I'd be like, you know, you're right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But 
from initial uh, standpoint, uh, as a rapper, you're not going to trust anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you're a good listener and you want to grow, you're going to take what they say, analyze it later. Gotcha. And then make a change. That's. I mean, that's important. That's showing maturity and growth, man. Like, you, you got to have that, at least leave it open. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with um, trusting your own gut and your own instinct. You know what I mean? True. But you got to leave some some room for growth because, you, like you said, like it, it can be something that really turns your career to the right path. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, simple. It is. It, yeah. it's, it's so simple, man. Um, you know, I'm going I'm to keep going. Like, I, I, I've noticed just some moves that you made, man. And like I said, a lot of the people that listen to this podcast, um, we have a lot of underground MCs that listen to it. And we have a lot of... Shout out to them. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and really... When I initially started this thing, man, the whole point was just like to have a platform for people to speak, mm-hmm. you know, and, and get people a, a chance to get to know who you are as opposed to getting to know the music is great. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's all well and good. One thing that I've learned is if people buy into you, they'll buy anything you put out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's more so of like getting people to know you. Um, I've seen you guys, you know, as a team make some serious moves, man, like. I got the sarcasm video and like, I think it was January or something like around that time is when I, you know, I first saw it. And then all of a sudden I just started noticing like the rollout for a new project, Damn yeah. My Lifetime, the album. And, um, it was a tour that kind of went, you know, uh-huh. that came after that. It was like, I think February you, y'all went like, you know, that's exactly like, right. Like East coast or something like it was the whole like yeah. East, coast, East coast tour. And so I saw the moves that were being made, you know what I mean? And then on top of that, you know, all of a sudden I started seeing these visuals pop out, you know, road, road to my damn lifetime. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, so it's kind of like, all right, number one, you're, 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 you're doing what you need to do. You're out there on the road and you're doing shows, you know, and, and I didn't see all the venues, but I saw that you were like, you know, you were doing, you were doing clubs, you were doing all, anything that you can get a hand on, you were doing it. Yep. You know what I mean? But on top of that, you showed like the proof. <laughs> yes. Like, Yo, you know I, I told Aaron, I said, I'm not going on this tour without a camera or yeah. somebody to hold it because if if we there, it's just gonna be a myth. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like, oh, Trues is on tour, but don't nobody know. Yeah, don't nobody know when he was in such and such state. So you know, you got my homie in there for for one on one proof. Then you got the cameras rolling, and then I'm like, you know what? We good now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then I can enjoy myself because that's the business end that was handled. You know what I mean? Gracefully and yeah, yo, the proof. The proof yeah. is always in the pudding, man. And like I eat a lot of pudding. <laughs> hey, the, the proof, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the proof, the proof has to be that dude because it's like it's that thing of where, you know, especially in the climate that we're in right now, it's it's like you know, people' attention span is like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you got to do something, and, and you know, I'm I'm a fan of. Sometimes I don't like putting out a whole lot of music. I understand why you have to do it because mm-hmm. it's people attention spans. But there's nothing better than being able to put out music, give your music a break, and put out some accompanying visuals. So it's like even when you wasn't putting out like a song, there was like you know a shot of y'all in the hotel. What, what about the oils or something? Yeah, like yeah, that? Like yeah. The, oils, the videos, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like you got stuff like that that's showing personality. It's showing who you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it gets people attention. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. That's important, man. Like, uh, I can't stress that enough. Like, just people got to like you, man. If yeah. they don't like you, they ain't listening to music. You, I, know what I, you know what? I was, how I learned a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. was uh, working regular jobs. I'm working my nine to five. I was a supervisor at Hollister. And in the back room, I was the uh, super back room supervisor. Gotcha. So I'm playing music. I play my music occasionally. 
And then, um, you know, I get feedback from everybody else. But then I realized back then my music was really serious. I'm a serious person, but I think it was so serious to the point where if you would have heard it, people would have been like, he's a serious guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even though I am I'm serious about what I do, but I'm also I'm the goofiest nigga that you ever see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could play with the best of them. Like we just, you know, we could have a good time. We chill and stuff like that. I'm a real fun dude, but I felt like I wasn't displaying that. So on Damn My Lifetime, even though it went even more serious, I made sure the visuals was going to be a little bit brighter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Show a little bit more personality. That way people would be like, okay, he's not a robot. He's not a yeah, rap robot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. I mean, that, that's important to show that personality, dude, because it's so easy to get caught up in like getting a certain rhythm that's like the wrong rhythm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like to show that. Um, that's why I changed so much, by the way. You asked, you know, because yeah, yeah. I don't want to get in that particular rhythm. I like to put my attention span just as short as the listeners. You know what I mean? Like if my attention span is their attention span, I'm a change and drop and gotcha. regardless. But see, if I'm moving like cool and smooth and slow and thinking that I got ten hot songs and we're gonna do it like this, when you put it out, we're gonna wait six months. Yeah. And you know what I mean? I ain't even gonna think like that. I'm gonna be like, all right, I got ten songs, I'm gonna put this out. I'm working on ten more right now. And if we need to follow up, we got to follow up, we got everything. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. that's how my attention span works just like the listeners. You know, you know, the the beauty and I guess sometimes it's a gift and a curse of like the music industry, you know. There's no formula. You know what I mean? There's None. no formula. Like, if you want to be a doctor, I can tell you how to be a doctor. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? I can like, look, you got to go to school. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You got to make good grades. You got to get into, you know, med- medical school and then so on and so forth. If you want to be a nurse, same type of thing. But if you tell somebody, like, I want to be a rapper, yeah. it's like, good luck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like, true. It's like, how much do you want it? That's the question that I ask. Like, yeah. how much do you want to be a rapper? Because, you know, how long have you been at it? I'll ask that question. We'll uh, put it real life, you well, know. Well, since well, added at it, like, Going like, at it Like at the point When you were like Okay I want to do this For the rest of my life 2008 2009 2008 2009 It's 2014 So we're looking at You know What five Six years Something like A that good strong No Six, six years Six years yeah. You know So six years And When and, and, and Answer this As honest as you possibly can During that six year period At what point in time Did you notice Like People are really Starting to pay attention not like family inner circle, but like other people are really starting to notice what you're doing. Um, I think it was I was graduating high school. Me and my man Tone was dropping, you know, songs there. Mm-hmm. And at first, you know, what I'm saying, I'm when I'm doing it, I'm like, yeah, this is cool. Tony was doing it before I was. Okay. So, and Tony's like two years older than me. So he was like my older brother in that sense, and showing me the ropes. So we dropping songs in Westside and stuff like that, and. You know, I'm like, yeah, this is cool. Few people here and there come up to you, but then the year I graduated, me and Tony working on another CD called Two Worlds, and then we let that go to his cousins and let them spread mm-hmm. it through Westside. So when when that class graduated about 2010, people was like, yo, I remember when you was doing this. Mm-hmm. Yo, I remember when you was doing that, and I was like, oh shit, yeah. people was paying attention. So ironically, 2010 was around the same time I started working on Art 91, which was Feral Skin and all. I was like, yo. Niggas is paying attention. Yeah. I got the confirmation. You know what I mean? Now it's time to roll. Because a lot of times, if you don't got the confirmation, you just kind of going to be like... Yeah, you're in limbo. You just... Yeah, you in limbo. Yeah. yeah. I got out of limbo in 2010 after somebody was basically telling me... Other people, majority, majority was telling yeah. me, was just like, yo, I remember this. Once you say I remember, I'm like, damn, this is two years ago. Yeah. And I'm local. 
You know what I mean? So if you remember a local nigga for two years ago that wasn't spitting at his best, wait till you see what I got now. And that's exactly. that's when it all it's picked a, up. And really, we say all that just to say, like, it's a process. There's no, like, you know, it's no set formula, like I said earlier, but... It's, it, it takes time, man. Like yes. you're just not gonna jump in here. And really, honestly, the people that jump into to this game and and pop immediately, they immediately go. They, yeah, they gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They gone. Like it's not gonna take long, dude. Like you might have a year run, and yeah. after that, it's over with. Because I told, they didn't I told that foundation. That. Yeah. I told. Remember, I told you. I said I don't want to come out with no single, and it be like the best song on the 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 CD or what so or what's in, mm-hmm. and then now everybody you know either wants that. Or that's all they wanted because it's the in crowd. So I'm like, I stepped outside of the box and did a conscious record. And now people was talking about me like I'm something totally different when really it was just I wasn't doing what was in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, like you said, that's, that's what it's all about, though. The yeah. growth and, the, and, and all of that stuff. Exactly. The growth in it, man. Um, you know, so... In your story right now, I just want to make sure that we, you know, we got a, a proper timeline. Like right now, so you know, we'll pick up from where you said 2010. People are starting to notice your music; they remember who you are. Um, and what was the project after that? After you and Tone dropped the project, you, you after were that, on- I did this uh, CD called Red October. Red October. Okay, so kind of tell us about that project, Red October. Like, what was that for you? You know what I mean? What What were you trying to get across with that project? Well, I was broke. I wasn't in school, college, mm-hmm. and I was younger than everybody I graduated with. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like 17, maybe. Something yep, like that. 17 yeah. when I graduated. I couldn't drive. Yeah. I could drive, but I wasn't driving. I lived on the opposite side of town of where my homeboys stayed. And if they weren't driving, I ain't, I ain't yeah, getting yeah. up there. <laughs> um, what else? Couldn't play ball like I wanted. My mom's stressed. Um, grandparents tripping. So now I'm just in this in this space, like damn man, I was in a dark space. Like I was, I was just like man, I'm doing these music moves with Tony at the time, and you know, it's all well and good, but personally, my personal life wasn't really, you know, getting the job done. Yeah. So I stepped outside of doing music with Tony and did Red October, and had to release all that dark stuff. It's a, you know, it's not. I don't. It's some people probably got it. It got over 800 downloads when I when I did it on that piff. Mm-hmm. Uh, with no fan base But I took it off the internet So People probably got it But yeah. That was the first Project that I started recording In 2010 Because I was just in a crazy Crazy space Personally Got you Got you And so You know the tone of that record Would have been dark And you really put your emotions in there You know What What did it take for you To get out of that space You know what I mean 2010 Love Love Love. So is this love from like family, you know, nah. female relationships? Or- Females. Got you. Okay. Because it's nothing like a female's love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And of course, but you know, you got fam- family, you kind of look at stuff like that's mandatory. Okay. They love gotcha. me because they supposed to love me. My yeah. friends love me because they supposed to. They're going to be around me. But when you got a stranger, a female stranger, and she's just like, she's showing interest and love and love you for who you are, even in that dark place. Yeah. And when your life ain't, you know, where it's supposed to be, that'll get you out of anything. So with that said, I came out with a CD after that, uh, early 2011, late 2010. So I hopped right back in it yeah. and did this CD called Good Talk. Had a lighter feel, little dark moments here and there because I was still trying to cater trying to, to Red October. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And then, but I had a girlfriend at the time, and she was just showing me. She would listen to every rhyme, yeah, everything that I was spitting. Like she was 
you know, it was dope. And I'm like, bet. And I felt so much better about releasing that. That got like over 900 downloads, no fan base, local shit. And I took it off the internet. You know what I mean? Like, just because I wasn't satisfied or I was robbing the people of watching me and my growth, which is why I took it off the internet. Not purposely. You know, you figure that af- afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But, you don't realize it then. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, if if I had to do it over, those projects would be out. But, yeah. like I said, people got them. They're going to surface one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it'll be, you know, five years down the line and then mm-hmm. it'll be like, you know, True's uh, Red October. You yeah. Emotional. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're going to put the year by it and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's great, man. You know, building that fan base, dude, is like one of the most, probably most difficult, but most appreciative appreciative things that can happen in a career. But it's like you said, you don't realize it when you're going through it. No, it's you don't like, at all. Uh, it's like, yeah, I know I can make better music than that. Let me yeah. take it off. But you know, like, that's 1,700 people yeah. in between two projects. That's yeah. like... I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah. I was just like, that ain't enough. Yeah. I was like, 800 downloads, if it ain't in the thousands. Like, I was like, I didn't know about the game. I didn't know what yeah. was good for me at the time. I thought my numbers should reflect the best rapper in the city's number because I felt like I was that person. Yeah. But, you know, you don't really take into consideration that it is just the beginning. Yeah. But 800 for the for your first one, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean that that's that's a great that's start. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. a great start. Those are good numbers, man. So, you know, we, we, we coming past those two projects and we're kinda coming around and and you definitely got a buzz in the city. Um what for you though was that definitive moment where you were like, All right, I'm tired of being known in the city. Ha. You know what I mean? Like I wanna be known outside of Augusta, you know what I mean? So what was that for you? Damn, well well, I always had that, first of all, which is why my music always sounds polished mm-hmm. is because I'm not from Augusta. I wasn't born there. Now, most people would be like, yeah, I wasn't born there, but I moved here when I was two. Nah, I wasn't that, you know, that wasn't yeah. the case. I moved to Augusta when I was nine, ten years old. So I have a great, you Maybe know what I'm saying, knowledge there. of where I was and where I'm at. But then I moved to Atlanta and then I moved to Virginia. So I've been all over the place. Yeah. So I have an all over the place mind. Gotcha. So I've never, every time I sit in Augusta, I feel like, I gotta get up and get out. Yeah, you know what I mean. We came, we came back from New York, and we was kind of uh, me and Aaron was going back and forth with this. We was like, man, can you imagine? All right, you got Atlanta with all this opportunity, then you got New York with all this opportunity. You fly out. If we flew out from Atlanta, from say if we stayed in Atlanta, mm-hmm. we flew out from Atlanta, went to New York with opportunity, killed the city, came back to opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how you wanted to be, but then now. Aaron convinced me was like, look, something's got to change, right? Yeah. Because we went to New York this time and came back and he was like, yo, the only thing here for you is the studio. And it's true because I'm like, I'm in the studio recording a new CD, but it's like not a lot of opportunities around. Yeah. Like, it's just me really recording. Like, yeah. what if, if I was somewhere else, I can probably record and go over here and meet this dude. Yeah. Go have lunch with this dude. Make sure, you know what I'm saying, the business is tight on this end. You know what I'm saying? And and it, it isn't like that right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's that time to get out of your home base. Make somewhere else your home base. That way you could just start taking over the map. You know what I mean? Yeah. So You know, um, I saw I saw something, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I it may have been like a, a couple of weeks ago or maybe a couple of months ago. But I think um, you, you said something about like not getting radio play in your city. You yeah. Know what I mean? Or in, in Augusta. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I kind of, it's a rhetorical question because I already know how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you can let the, the people know, like, how is that, like, to know that I'm getting radio play in, in New York. And we're going to get to the whole New York experience. But, you know, you, you, you get in radio play in New York and people are accepting your music in New York. And it's like, this is where I'm at. I'm, I reside here and yeah. I can't get a spin down here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what... What's the feeling, you know what I mean, that comes with that? No lie. It hurts because you you bleed, you sweat, and you cry there. You know what I'm saying? You put those emotions in the music. You deliver it to the people. The people like it. But then the powers that be, the ones that's over the radio station, it's kind of like, we ain't going to play this. Mm. And it's kind of, it make you be like, man, like, word? For real? <laughs> yeah. Like, even if I was the worst rapper, you see me, like we said, when you move a certain way, you got to respect that. Yeah. Don't respect what I'm saying all the time because I'm a rapper. I'm going to say the good shit anyway. You know what I'm saying? Respect the moves. And if you ain't respecting the moves or what I'm saying, you don't respect me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now it's a deeper thing. Now it's not just the music because I got music that could be played on radio. I've been played on the radio, but I've been also told that I can't come back up there because I went there twice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's bogus to me. And then you <laughs> yeah. go up to New York and then I'm in uh, Shade 4 5 with DJ K Slay and he's playing fucking Dipset, which is from Harlem. Mm-hmm. So is he from Harlem. You know what I'm saying? They know each other. That's local, technically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, damn, like, why my city can't be like, all right, forget that Atlanta stuff for uh for a minute. Yeah. No disrespect to Atlanta, but I'm from Augusta. I'm in Augusta. Let's get to something that's going on here that's about to pop off. You know what I'm saying? Then you come to Atlanta, now you got people wanting you here. Yeah. And, st- and, and then it just, it makes you always look back at Augusta like, you know, like you have a... Uh, if you got kids or something like that and your kids are being bad and you done talking to them, yeah, it's like you it's, just start looking at them for a minute like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, all right. I, I get it, bro. Okay. I, you know, <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Like, my background um, is, in, is in music production and early on in making, I had like a similar situation for you. Like, you know, I was dealing with a lot of local talent in the city and um, it's so crazy, dude. Like, Dealing with local talent and people that had a buzz in the city and, you know, we would go to radio and they're like, nah, man, we ain't, you know, we ain't trying to work with it. But the same people would look at those artists and be like, man, I love what y'all doing. I'm like, you know, at a mix show, give us, give, I'm not asking for like 20 spins a week. Yeah. That's not realistic. Yeah. But if you got a mix show going. Yeah. And you so-called playing local talent, you playing local talent and local talent and making this playing Atlanta music. You know, Atlanta music that hasn't I mean, broke yet. That's, you know that, what I'm But that's, a, that's Augusta as well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You playing, you play local talent from Augusta. A lot of them sound like Atlanta music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's weird uh, being able to get a spin in Atlanta. And still not being able to get a spin in Augusta, even though Augusta plays Atlanta stuff, but it's Atlanta's weird. willing. It's, it's, man, it's, it's weird. Man, it's the twisted, yeah, twisted it's, story. It's, it's the politics, dude. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. I'll say what it really is. It's the politics. And, and honestly, I'm, I, I don't have a background in radio, so there's some stuff that goes on in radio that I have no clue. Mm-hmm. You know, I can only speculate. And I know I, at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, ads. Mm-hmm. They got to, you know, if they don't know you, they're not trying to listen to it because it's not going to. It's not going to sell. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I get it. You yeah. know, I, I understand. But it is kind of disheartening. Like, you, you think about it, like, why is there not a radio station that, that 
goes out and explore yeah. new talent and just play that a all day. segment. Yeah, like it. you know like, what I mean. Like, like, like an hour mix show of just yeah. new, new music. That's it. Like yeah. nothing that's gonna pop. That's already popped somewhere else. Like you know, it, I, that's the one thing that I do miss about this time. Like you know, I, I kind of grew up in an era where it was cool for DJs to break new records. Mm-hmm. Like DJs wanted to find a new artist and 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 claim like. Yo, I yeah. broke. I broke him. Fab you know and um, DJ Quick. No, no clue. clue, clue. Yeah, it's like you know what I'm saying. So it like even case like Papoose, like they, you know, they wanted to put their stamp of approval on the artist and be like, look, yo, I found this music. Yeah. I, I was the first one to play. Like, there's no, I don't know any DJ that's saying that anymore. Now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's they not, all jaded. Yeah, it's it, you know because the, the the bread can be made now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, yeah, and, and I get it. You know, but the bread was made. Yeah, the bread. Yeah, the you bread know what I mean. Made. It was yeah. like they don't. A lot of them don't have a lot of aspirations to get more, or mm-hmm. they don't really care too much about the new music. You know what I mean? We're younger, like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm 22 trying to come out, and they probably like, yo, this, this baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was doing it before. You know how people talk. Your family yeah. talk like that yeah. to you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it, it's it's understandable, but at the same time, they don't understand how much control they have un- over the industry because they can choose to make this guy hot. They can say something over the radio mm-hmm. that'll make this guy not hot. That's true. You know what I'm saying? They could say the littlest thing. They could be like. Oh yeah, uh, that radio record dope, but um, I don't know. I'm not feeling this other stuff. Yeah. That all the listeners gonna be like, that yeah. radio record was dope, but I don't want to listen to all this stuff. Exactly, man. You it, know what I mean? It, it it is crazy, dude. And, and what I've learned ultimately is just you know you got to do you and have your own plan, and you got to have a team. You know what I'm saying? You got to have yeah. a team that's willing to work. Um, you know, so let let's let's get into it. Well, before before we do that, um. What's your favorite book? I got. I got. I just gotta uh, do this. Favorite book. My favorite book. Well, my just any book. It, it's name it. It's it's totally up to you. I, the Black Wall Street and um my thick face black heart book that I read occasionally, off and on for the last three years. And, and, and what what are what are those books about? Um, like, the Black Wall Street is, if I recall, I read it when I was in sixth grade. It was one of the first books, mm-hmm. like. I, it was above my reading level. My brother told me, he said, for every hour on a video game you spend, that's a chapter in a book. Mm. And I wasn't no slouch on the video games. Yeah. <laughs> I can get it in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I used to get it in on the video games, but he would make me get it in uh, reading. So that's I'd be dope, like, man. yeah, that is dope. It, it helped me out like as a young boy. But Black Wall Street, very dope. But Thick Face Black Heart is what helps me now. It, and that is a philosophy uh, Chinese warrior philosophy about um, having the thickest skin and the blackest heart when you go into battle or in this case the business world Dope. where it tells you though it's nothing crazy but it tells you to keep your your spirit intact you know what I'm saying Always, find something you believe in so of course I believe in God so my spirit is intact so now what I work on is protecting it you know what I'm saying so now I'm like Iron, I'm in Iron Man mode yeah, yeah. you know what I mean I could be bleeding under the motherfucking suit but you won't know it. You won't know it. You know it, what yeah. I'm saying? So that's really what Thick Face Black Heart is about, and it really, really helps. That's dope, man. You know, you could. I don't know if this book is available on, on Audible, but it, I think it says actually that you're not really supposed to tell nobody that you read it. It's kind of funny though. So uh, it's really a word of mouth type of book. Word of mouth. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's dope. But I mean, you know, I say all that to say, like, like I told you guys earlier, man. Like, definitely, we're trying to help people out here. Like, so. Go to Audible. Yes. You know, um, audible.com. Like, we, we definitely partner up with them 
free audio book, 30-day free trial. Um, go and search for the book that Trudeau yeah. just said because it sounds interesting and, and it's like... Especially if you're in love with your craft because if yeah. you love your craft, you need to protect your emotions behind your craft. That's dope, man. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, it's uh, go www.audibletrial.com slash straight out the den. Go there. We're going to give you a free audio book download. You can download that audio book there because I'm, I'm actually going to think about doing that yeah. if that's there. And then you get the 30-day free trial. Um, it's a lot of different books. Um, I, I'll go through a whole list, but it's not really that serious. Just, I mean, you can go there. Anything that you want, you can think of pretty much is over 150,000 titles. Word. Check it out, man. Once again, it's like uh, audibletrial.com slash straight out the den. Help us out. Help you out. Um, help Audible out. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. a partnership all the way around. Um, but, you know, the, the one thing that I wanted to really get into, man, is like the second half of your story. Um, you know, like I said, I, I heard the sarcasm. Um, well, saw the video connected with the record. I, I saw you go on tour and, and, you know, connect with different people up and down the East Coast. You know, I'm seeing the visuals. I'm seeing everything from like, you know, people on the street drawing your artwork and all, you know, mm-hmm. just drawing you. All of that stuff is making, you know, is creating this buzz around, you know, who who you are yeah. as an artist, you know what I'm saying? And, and and as a person as well. And, you know, then out of out of nowhere, I don't even know where this came from. You know what I mean? I just see an announcement made and I'm like, yo, like yeah. <laughs> like hold on, like where did that come from? You know what I mean? So I you know People, of course, know what we're talking about. We're talking about, you know, you you partnering with um DJ K Slay. Yeah. Um so First off, kind of give us the background story of how did that, you know, come about, number one. Well, it's during the day of my life, road to day of my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, backtrack a little bit. I want to say something. When I was on tour, we recorded Damn My Lifetime in like, I wrote in like a week, but we mm-hmm. recorded in like two weeks. Because give or take, I was working at the time. So, you know, you so, so you recorded the album while you were on the road? No, I was like. We we had the tour on our table. Oh, okay. And gotcha. No project. Oh, oh man. Wow. Just the idea, and I was like, "Hold up." <laughs> got in there, wrote for a week straight. Yeah. All the while, I worked on sarcasm actually for two months mm. because I just I really just go over there, put four bars down, put it down, write a whole song, write super villain. Yeah. Come back the next week, write six more bars on sarcasm. You know what I'm saying? Sarcasm was like my project gotcha. within my project. Gotcha. But um, yeah. Fast forward. Uh, I just wanted to display that hard work on Damn a Lifetime. But fast forward, we uh we in New York, we get the invite. Aaron pulls off a major move and gets us up there to uh DJ K Slay. Mm-hmm. So we up there and um we about to play some records, some records. So that some records end up being like seven. Wow. You know what I mean? And but the whole time K Slay was walking in and out of the room, and I was like. Damn man, I came all the way up here. We done flew out on my first time on a plane, got some good footage. This nigga ain't even listening to my records. Yeah. You know what I mean? But luckily, you know, you got his co host and he's mm-hmm. a busy man. You know, he's doing his job at this point. So you got the co host and you got his engineer over there, Emilio and Jazzy Bell. Um, so you know, Jazzy Bell's listening there. So she's listening. I play a song called I Love You, and that's the one that she really, really liked, you know what I'm saying, at that time. And then uh, I remember we left, and I was like, well, at least we, you know what I'm saying, at least we was there, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, at least everybody know we was there. And then I get a Instagram notification, Jazzy Bell. I was like, yo, so uh, what number is your favorite? You know, what's your favorite track? And she said, number 10. 
which is sarcasm. But in order for you to get the number ten, you got to go through one through nine. Yeah. So I was like, cool. But then she kept like messaging, and it was like, yeah, I like this also and this. But it started being later on in the CD. Oh, I said, wow. so bet she's listening. she's listening. Yeah. And uh, Slate, well, we get the call like two months later, and. You know, all of that stuff is going down. It, it didn't start out as wanting to be huge, but then got a call two weeks after the two months and was like, yo, we got to make this a little bit bigger than, yeah. you know, what we planned. But I went up there and Jazzy Bell got really descriptive with the story. And then she was just saying, like, how she had to ride to Brooklyn and she normally don't ride to Brooklyn. So she had to ride to Brooklyn. It took her an hour. She listened to the whole CD. Man, she got to dope. her destination. That's dope. Stayed 40 minutes longer and listened some more. And she had to think, she told me she had to think about how to present it to K-Slay. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that you even are taking time out for one, to listen. Yeah. Two, to think of how to deliver that this guy is dope. Not sign him, but he's dope. He's dope. Yeah, yeah. So in K-Slay was like, I had a conversation with him. And uh, we was talking. He was like, yeah, man, Jazzy. I was like, man, he was like, man, give me that CD. Let me hear it. So then he took it. Heard it. I still think, according to what she was saying at the radio station, I don't think she got the CD back. But um, you know, he's listening yes, to it, it now, yeah. and he was like, he said he was blown away. He said he didn't expect nothing like that, and that's how we got the call two months later. So all of this was happening within them two months of us coming back to Augusta, being stagnant in the studio, working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we thinking like, well, that's another move. Well, what we what we do next? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And we get that call, and we like bet, and that. That like spend a lot of things crazy. That's why you got true enough right That's, now, you know. You know, and I definitely want to get to get to that project too. But it's one of those things where it's amazing, you know, when you put in the work mm-hmm. and and you don't even see it sometimes. It's like really, you're just working. Like you got a plan in place. I want this project. I'm gonna you know push this project. And you know it's something else brewing over here, and you kind of like in the, and you know it's like oh, well we went back home, we're gonna go back to work, we're like we're trying to figure out what else is next. Yeah. And this situation is going on over here, and it's kind of like it's you know, and, and plenty of people say it, but it, it's kind of like, and and I feel the same way. I really don't believe in luck. I'm all about yeah. you know you got to be prepared, and yeah. when you prepare. And have like that talent level there, and you know, and the opportunity comes. Love doesn't like, even exist. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's like you know, you got to think about it. Like, what happened? The way that you got there was like, okay, you had a solid team in place that was like believe in your talents. Like, look, we need to get up out of here and get somewhere else. So that's the first thing. When you mm-hmm. got there, you was prepared. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, here's the music. Yeah. Like, this is it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and believe in your music. And it's like, you're talented enough for all of that. And then it, it goes down and they listen to it and they actually love it. Yeah. And connect with it. And, you know, to go back to what we said earlier, man, people's attention span is short. So to hear one song and keep going, to get the 10, like you said, to get the, the sarcasm. 17. Ten, you know, and it's like. 17 records on Damn A Lifetime. And, and I ain't no slouch about that. It's like four minutes on it was each record. <laughs> so it, it's it's not the uh the, the short version, you know. Like now it's like every record like two minutes. Yeah, long, you know, a so verse or like, two and one hook. Like nah, yo, I, I was going in like I was yeah. making some shit. So you know, so that that situation now. So it's like um, if you can kind of break down the, the deal. Is it like more of a you know a partnership? Is it like you know you sign to him? How how is the the logistics behind it? If you can go into that. Um, I'm not gonna go into too much. Gotcha. But it's not stereotypical 360. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And I think that's the most important thing that people should know is that it's not a. You know, a lot of people will be like, "Oh, he got a deal." Oh, 
360 Like nah You know what I'm saying yeah. Like it's something Totally different It's not what It's just not Quote unquote The deal gotcha. You know what I mean This is the deal Before the deal If you If you Gotcha would, you know? I, 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 I'm, I'm I already know Where you're you know at yeah, yeah. I, I get it I'll let them figure it out Later on But yeah. I already know What you talk about That's dope man So you know It's just Now you know Seeing that And, and one thing That of course That you know and, and I can just tell From you know Just you know Being around You and Aaron And the rest of the team Y'all Y'all know that Okay It's not Time to hit the brakes It's time to like Floor Yes You know what I mean And yes. that's the part Where a lot of people Tend to, to fall Yeah Cause they, they They get a good look And then they're like Oh man I'm there now And so it's like Nah You know You keep going yeah. You know what I mean You keep working And, and you It's one of those situations Where You keep working So hard to the point Where they're like Yo We not doing enough Yeah You, you know kill them Like You run them over Exactly you, Exactly If Jesus don't grab the wheel Then these niggas Is road kill <laughs> You gotta keep going Yeah exactly man You know what I mean You oh. know what I mean yeah. So you know, um, you, you mentioned the True Enough Project. I've seen um, what was the the Peeping Tom was the vi- last visuals, right? Yeah. Uh, a couple of couple just of released days ago, this right? two, yeah, yeah two a couple days ago. So I, I loved it. I loved the, the whole treatment and, and you know the, the presentation on the video, the storyline, everything. Um, and for those who haven't seen, we do have it up on straightoutthedan.com. But I can kind of give you like a, a overview of the video. It's like pretty much you like a. What's the word for it? Like you, you know, you, you landscaper. Work, you're a landscaper. You're yeah. a landscaper. You're working in the yard for you know. He's working at at a, at a nice house. Uh, there's a nice young lady um, that he's working for. Beautiful. And um, yeah, beautiful she's lady. She's Creole. I had and found that out afterwards. After afterwards, right? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and so and and you know you know he's cutting the grass. He's doing his job, and then all of a sudden you know. Um, he disappears from doing his job and he's somewhere else, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So kind of walk us through like, you know, number one, the, the, the idea behind the song and then, you know, walk us through the video itself. Well, um, me and my homie Jay, we like to listen to my music uh, in solitude, me and him. So we analyze a lot of stuff and um, I come up with a lot of ideas when we do that because it's the only time I sit still and kind of just be like, you know, Chilling, we listen to our music. So I have visual ideas to a lot of my songs. So peeping time, the only visual idea that I had was I don't, I forgot what movie that is when the guy holds the radio up to over his head and plays it outside uh, the chick's window. Coming, coming. Um, yeah, yeah, that joint. I had that idea. I was just going to hold the radio up and then just rap to her while she's looking out the window. Gotcha. But then I was like, man, nah. Peeping time is a little bit more. Uh, raunchy right So the lyrics is a little bit more raunchy Towards the end mm-hmm. So I was like But I don't want to make no stereotypical I look like a creep You gotcha. know what I mean yeah, Because yeah, yeah. a lot of females uh, Whether it's the milkman from back in the day Whether it's the mailman Whether it's yeah. the landscaper yeah. A lot of The pool cleaner You know It's been on record That a lot of females are into those kind of guys Just because they're regular guys They don't pay them no attention type stuff You know what I mean And then it's why not So I was like Why can't I be one of those guys Just because I'm a rapper Don't mean I have to be a fucking rapper In every video You know what I mean I don't got to throw in a chain in every video And uh, get in front of the camera And do some cool ass hand (laughs) movements So I was like Man I want to play a landscaper You know what I mean Like I want to be that guy Yeah I mean You know Stuff like that honestly do Sets you apart Because it's like 
you're you're actually showing a storyline. Like you said, it's not the typical video. It's not like doing the same thing that everybody do in every video. It's like you almost can see that and be like, hey, this dude might can be in a film. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like it opens the door for something else. You know what and I you mean? You know what? So, and that's that's the plan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I see the moves <laughs> that y'all are making, man. So tell us about the project. True enough. That that's that's actually going to be on the um, new project. Is that going to be an EP or an album? Like, what's what's uh, true enough going to be? It's going to be it's going to be great. Mm. It's going to be huge. Like. I like what he did just there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like. like what he did. Because I don't want to say I don't know. Yeah, I feel you. No. But, it, it, but you what see, I do know. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be crazy because, damn, my lifetime was crazy. But I wrote that with the bare minimum space to write more stuff because I was in a certain zone. Gotcha. I was in that Red October zone. Mm. Put it that way. You know what I'm saying? When I wrote. Damn a lifetime. I'm not in that shit no more. So yeah. I'm I'm letting that pin move. Uh Aaron picked up producers and they're working closer to me. Yeah. So it's not me fishing beats out. These are beats, you know, yeah, that got my name on it in in the email. And that's even that just heightens it. Dude, that's that's the one thing that will set any artist apart. Like especially like, you know what I'm saying? I told you I had the background in production. The one thing that really sets artists apart is like yeah, it's we're in the age of technology where it's so easy to you know go on sound click or whatever and pull a mm-hmm. beat, but it's like when you actually get a relationship with a producer and y'all sit down and talk about concepts and go back and forth, you hear it in the music. Yeah, you hear it. Yeah, hear it in the music. You know what yeah. I mean? It's it's a difference between producers and beat makers. That's a whole nother conversation, and we don't we don't have a whole lot yeah. of time to go into that. But um, before before we uh start to wrap up, I, I do want to get. Um, you to uh, do this one segment that we have, and um, it's called Vinyl Conversations. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but you, you can see I'm, I'm a fan of vinyl. It's, it's some vinyl over here. Oh yeah. Um, we got three different bins, right? So, what I want you to do is randomly, and when I say randomly, I mean randomly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Get you three vinyls, one from each bin. Okay. Um, from that point, I just want you to, you know, take a look at each vinyl and give me a story from those. You know, each one. Anything that comes to mind. It doesn't have to be like, you know, you personally know the song, but anything that great. comes to mind. You know what I mean? And, and after that, we're going to do something else with one of those vinyls. So, you can go ahead and pick pick away. Yeah. I do shit like this all the time. Yeah, it's, it's uh, one, two, and, and actually the, the blue one there, you can pick up um, some in that blue one. Yeah, yeah, just just pick at random. That's thunder that you're hearing, ladies and gentlemen. Like you look like you picked up some nice stuff there, bro. You picked uh, up some. You picked up some nice stuff. All right, so um, he actually got a nice selection, man. You did well because I I can see the ones that you have. So uh, first off, tell us um, tell us what you have. Uh, this first joint I got Lionel Richie. 
Prince Purple Rain. That's crazy. Um, oh, <laughs> Pryor goes fox hunting. Yeah, man, that's uh, Red that's, Fox and Richard Pryor. Yeah, that's that's a classic comedy album right there, bro. You got some Shut gems, up. man. You got some gems. So what I want you to do now, like from those three, just kind of go through each one and, and, and you know tell us a story behind whatever comes to mind with the, you know each record. Well, my homie Chris Huggins, who is in the military, support the troops, looks exactly like Lionel Richie. <laughs> That's first things first. And he knows that. Yeah. Lionel Richie is a great songwriter. And um, I was just having a conversation about him the other day. And I was like, yo, he wrote all his stuff. So the fact that he's getting these hits off of writing his own stuff, he must feel tremendous about his money now at an oh, older yeah. age. Yeah, yeah. His, pu- his publishing is serious. And he has, uh, he looks real chic. Like he, look, this look like something that we would wear today. Right, yeah. I mean, it, it's proof that that fashion is is cyclical, man. Like yeah, everything, cyclical. like you know, we got the gold on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about the mustache though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Prince for the next one. He's on a bike, a motorcycle, and I know probably I, he may know how to ride a motorcycle. I don't know though. That's that's the Purple Rain album, right? Yeah, now. this is the Purple Rain album. Uh, what I think about with this, I think he was really, really on a lot of drugs, <clears throat> because a lot of artists are when they do this. Yeah, and you know the color purple, um, it's not always like you know it's not just. It's just not a, 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 a you know, it's not, it's not a, it's color, not a that color that you just a pick, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Exactly, so, exactly. When I hear about Purple Rain, I just hear about a lot of stories just coming down on you um, when you're high. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Prince, though. That's funny. He's on a motorcycle with a back. <laughs> um, Prior goes fox hunting. Yo, this is crazy. Well, it's, a, it's like a pistol, but both of the. The noses for people yeah. who can't see both of the noses on a pistol. The barrels is connected, and Richard's head is on one of the handles, and Red Fox's head is on the other handle. And I can only imagine that <laughs> that this is. Cr- I need to hear this, like you yeah. know what I mean. Like I feel like uh, when you turn it on, Richard Pryor's gonna be doing his uh, talking shit, and Red Fox gonna be responding in like a. A real nigga way, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's classic. We'll t- we'll definitely take a look yeah. at it, which really brings me to the to the next part part. You know, the next segment of our um, the next part of our vinyl uh, conversation segment. So, what we're gonna do now? You're a rapper. You in the den? I need some bars. I need some bars, bro. So, but we we gonna we gonna add a little you know a little something to it. So you pick whichever vinyl you want. I will say you might not want to pick the uh, Richard Pryor because that's just audio. It's no like you know. No music on it, but pick okay. one of those those vinyls. We're gonna throw it on the record player, and you can give us some bars, freestyle or written. It's up to you. All right, let's go with purple. Wait, Lionel, Lionel got upbeat stuff. So, what? So does Prince. So does Prince. I don't. I, it's it's up to you, man. Whatever you want to do, it's up to you. Let's go, Prince. Gotta go, Prince. All right, so we got Prince Purple Rain. What we're going uh, gonna put on. Um, and you know you're gonna give us some bars, man. Um, I'm I'm gonna pick something at random. Try to see if I can find something that, that is a little Yo, bit that easier. cover right there is crazy. Dude, man, let me tell you. The artistic ability of like what they did back then. Yeah. Genius. So genius. So let's see. I'm big on that. Let's see. What do we want to do? 
there's so many records on here, man. Um, I think I'm just gonna throw something on, dude. All right. I'm just throw something on it. If you vibe with it, you vibe with it. We'll go from there. Got something Wait. Um. Alright, run it back. Let's plug in. True enough, coming soon. I like that shit too. Uh. Yeah. Uh. 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 Fresh up off the tip of the cloud. I wow myself with the thought of this wealth keeping me down. No help, nobody frown. Put the ladder to my brain matter and pull a style like a rabbit out the hat. And I rap until my brain collapsed and time lapse speed. I need what I need and I come up off the cheese. You rats know better to touch my cheddar, please Got bitches staring at my penis through my jeans Threw up on the scene, uh Wait, let's freestyle now, uh Y'all was peeping time, by the way Uh Yeah Uh, uh I got cool Kumar to my right, looking tight Aaron G to my left, looking left at Zach Right next to my man, he got the Gat in the back of the lack And we don't slack a minute Yeah, I ain't with all the gimmicks Nah, this is truths Right by the Linux 20 minutes away Uh, yeah I'm on the highway, moving slow Everybody know how this crazy game go I want the dough, don't handle me though Get it? I want the dough Don't handle me though, yo See, I'm from Jersey. I know you niggas heard me on all of my records. Yeah, we talking reckless. Uh, I'm up before breakfast. Yeah, plug in. Dinner for breakfast. Later on, y'all can check that. The thunder going on and the lightning strikes at night. We all feeling right. Uh, they got me singing and it's tight. Uh, what is that? Oh, yeah. This my, uh, yeah, yo, I know you feeling it, yo, this my new grow, spiritual, new grow, spiritual, not a negro, spiritual, mm-hmm, yeah, and I'm just having fun with it, yeah, I like that, you want, you want another one? No, I want, want another one. one. You want another one? All right, go, 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 go. I normally don't freestyle, so I'm having fun. Oh, you know this. Oh. When doves cry. Yeah. Uh, fuck that. When thugs cry. Yeah. <laughs> when thugs cry. Uh, when thugs cry. 
Yeah, when thugs cry. Uh, all my niggas die when thugs cry. We going to heaven when dubs fly. Uh, we on dubs, rolling to the club six deep. Got a nice little bitch that I see. Uh, don't mean to call her a bitch, but I know her from way back when, when she was sucking. Yeah, you alright now? Hold up. Uh, I don't wanna curse too much. Yeah, uh, now this what happens when my thugs cry, my thugs cry, uh, tracing the heaven where the dubs fly, uh, where the dubs fly, when the thugs cry, that's the hook, yeah, okay, maybe I'm just like my father, I don't wanna even be bothered with this nonsense, cause if it don't make sense like Dom Kennedy, I guess I'm losing my top off like Kennedy. Uh, niggas, you feeling me? Armless, calm shit, trying to bomb shit, darn shit. Uh, this that darn shit. Uh, this that up before dawn shit. Uh, this that I'm trying to fuck dawn shit. You know. <laughs> Yo, I'm freestyling to the beat. Purple rain, and it's raining outside. Uh, this for the game, uh, I'm bringing change, uh, I'm in my lane, uh, driving the same, uh, press to my brain, it's the pistol, I'm thinking about shit that just pierced my stress like a missile, yeah, and I missed you a long time ago, but everything that you said didn't fly, uh, uh, but this what happens when the thugs cry. Yeah. Now this what happens when the thugs cry. That's it, man. That's it. That last part was on point. Too. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, that's dope, bro. That's dope. You made a new song, dude. Like, hey, shout out to Prince when thugs cry. Yeah. It's no longer that. What's the new title? Uh, when thugs cry. <laughs> when we transcend up to heaven where the doves fly. Yo, and I just remember that shit. That's that's all off the dome, by the way. Man, hey, hey, it's been great, bro. I appreciate you uh yeah, coming man. through the den, man. Um. You know, it's been good times, man. I feel like I learned a little bit, blah, 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 blah. I learned a little bit more about you, man. And, yeah. um, you know, hopefully the audience learned as well, man. So, you know, give us a timeline, man. Like, uh, true enough, when when can we hear the project? I'm gunning for October. October. All right, gunning for October. Are y'all, y'all going to be here for A3C? A3C, possibly, possibly A3C. Y'all definitely should come up, man. Yeah. Come up and I don't even if you're not performing on something, find somebody that's doing something and perform. Yeah. Definitely, it, it, you know, it, it, it's worth it, man. The city is gonna be crazy. October eighth through the twelfth, it's mm. gonna be so many artists in the city, dude. So like, come up. I mean, if y'all come up, let me know. You know, I can. I, yeah. I, I got an extra pass for one, so I can't. I can't get everybody, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Look out, man! If y'all get up here, you know I'll show you around and whatnot. But uh, it's Jay Good is straight out the den, man. Uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter at str the number eight. Straight out the den, out the den. O u t d a d e m, man. Give us the uh, you know, social media, everything, how people can follow you. Um, everything is Trues Nation, T r u e z Nation. Everything, Instagram, Twitter, uh, my website truesnation.com backslash on the YouTube, Facebook if I haven't said it, SoundCloud, uh. It's that's under construction, but everything is true's nation. I don't like to make it too difficult, and everything is straight out the den too. Because I want to say this, I don't think I said it on record, but you're the first one to every time I drop something, you get it and you put it up there without nobody telling you, and that makes me even like when I drop stuff, 
and see certain responses, mm-hmm. it kickstart me to do more. Like just you posting a video can make me write a song. Dope, you know man. what I mean? That's hey. the kind of stuff that you know I feed off of, and I appreciate that a lot. Hey man, uh, thank you for that. Thank yeah. you for the words, man. And really, I appreciate you, man. Just continue to make dope music. That's like Always. that's the only thing I ask, man. Just like keep making good music because the culture needs it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's so much stuff out there. Just make good music and and have fun, make good records, and, and you know go out and be successful, bro. But yeah. uh, you know, I, thanks again for coming on the podcast. Thanks Aaron, for you know setting up everything, man. I appreciate that. Um, you know, I usually leave these. Things on um, with some words of wisdom. Mm. Um, I've been saying the same thing for a couple of couple of shows now, so I'm gonna keep it going, um, and hopefully I, I remember exactly what it is. But I was like, if you have a dream, you know, pray on that dream, research that dream, and work until that dream becomes a reality. And with that said, man, we out, bro. Appreciate you coming through. Word man. up, truths.